good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Sparta on Radio Sport at radiosport.online. This is Daily Sports News. and talented and sometimes wise as well. Uh, it is uh, Andrei Rublov, it is uh, Hubert Hurkacz, uh, Iga Świątek or Rafa Nadal, all of them are uh, unbelievable. Uh, the Russian um, Andrei Rublov beat Hubert Hurkacz and then he went to the camera and uh, protested against Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Uh, Hubert Hurkacz and Andrei Rublov gave uh, quite a show in the semi-final of ATP 500 tournament in Dubai. Uh, finally, it was the Russian uh, who came up on came out on top after about two and a half hours uh, uh, match between Hubert Hurkacz and Andrew Rublov, both uh, tennis players were fighting for the place in the final, but it was the Russian uh, who won it. After uh, he won, he went to the camera and wrote, No war, please. Uh, this is uh, how he protested against Russian invasion on the Ukraine. Um, the game itself was quite interesting. Hubert Hurkacz had uh, his chances uh, early on, and indeed, um, early on he was on top. He was leading the first set. He managed to get a break 
over Andrei Rublev. In fact, he beat Andrei Rublev previously in 2020. He beat him in ATP Masters 1000 in Rome. And in 2021, he was better than Rublev in ATP 1000 in Miami, which tournament Hubert Hurka subsequently won. But in Dubai, Rublev gave a far fiercer um, resistance. Uh, he uh, took a revenge uh, for these two uh, previous losses. After two hours, 22 minutes, uh, Rublev uh, beat uh, the Polish players 3-6, 7-5, 7-6 tiebreaker 2-5. Hubert Hurkacz needed a little, bit, a little bit time in order to get to the, uh, the actual natural rhythm but um, in the first set he was able to uh, to uh, get a break and uh, managed to win that set in the second set it looked like it was going to um, uh, tiebreaker but then Andrei Rublev uh, had a, a brilliant uh, game and managed to win 7-5 and in the final set uh, Rublev uh, managed to win in the tiebreaker 2-5 uh, so um, Andrei Rublev uh, this way managed to get into the final uh, and uh, he met uh, Yiji Vesely in the final, which was quite surprising since Yiji Vesely earlier on uh, beat uh, Novak Djokovic and that was a big surprise, big upset in the quarterfinals and then played in the semis against uh, Shapovalov, who's also favored in that matchup. Uh, it was a strange, strange game. Uh, all three sets went into tiebreakers, uh, so Iji Vesely finally managed to win 6-7, six, 7-6, seven, seven, six, seven, six. But in the final, had uh, uh, nothing to um, confront uh, Andrei Rublev, who came out on top and won the tournament in uh, Dubai, beating Iji Vesely in the final uh, by a score of 6-3, uh, 6-4. Uh, so it was a quite, a, uh, quite an easy win, one should say, one could say, against a qualifier, Iji Vesely. In the meantime, uh, in Qatar, uh, there was the WTA tournament. Um, uh, this is the WTA 1000 series in which um, Iga Świątek of Poland uh, was playing quite well, even though she did not start uh, that well uh, overall at tournament. Uh, the first game uh, she played there, uh, she needed three sets to beat Victoria Golubic. Uh, six two three six six two, but uh, uh, match after match, her form was uh, on the uh, ascent. After beating Daria Kazatkina, then she met Arina Sabalenko, played really well, uh, and uh, uh, in the semi-final. Uh, it was a matchup against Maria Sakari, who was a, a very difficult opponent for Iga Świątek in her previous matches. In fact, all of the three previous matches, Maria Sakari won. But this time it wasn't uh, to be. Iga Świątek started uh, quite nervously that game, but eventually uh, managed to settle down her nerves and uh, was able to get to the final. And in the final, uh, she was playing against an inform Annette. Kontaveit, who came uh, to um, Qatar after uh, winning uh, St. Petersburg's um, Open and beating Sakari in the final in three sets. But in the game against uh, Iga Świątek, Annette Kontaveit was able to get just two games. One of them she got uh, with her own serve and another one on the break but uh, after a while after these after the 2-2 in the first set uh, it was all Iga Świątek uh, in that um, in that final uh, the the final just lasted 66 minutes and in the second set uh, Iga Świątek beat the um, Estonian 6 uh, love after uh, the game, uh, Iga Świątek said that she would like to um, uh, express her support to the people who are suffering on the Ukraine. It is difficult for me to even imagine 
what is happening in the country right next to ours. Sports is not as important right now, but it will be connecting us and uh, bringing a joy. I just hope that Ukraine will be safe soon. This is what uh, our uh, player or the Polish player was saying uh, after winning the WTA 1000 tournament in Qatar, playing possibly uh, some of her best uh, tennis uh, in her life. Uh, in the meantime, uh, in Acapulco, Mexico, it was Nadal's turn uh, to shine, even though uh, the focus was on Dani Medvedev, who after Novak Djokovic lost his uh, quarterfinal against Ijin Vesely, knew for sure that on Monday he would become the number one in the world. Uh, and for the first time, it was someone outside of that big four, Nadal um, Federer. Uh, Djokovic or uh, Murray, uh, first time since 2004, I believe. But uh, Medvedev couldn't overcome uh, Rafa Nadal. He lost to him 6 3 6 3. So um, Rafa Nadal can say that he solidified his win in the Australian Open in an epic um, t tournament that he was uh, in which, uh, in which of the final of that tournament he was two sets down but came out on top to win the Australian. Australian Open. This time he underlined that famous triumph with a 6-3, 6-3 straight sets win in the rematch crushing his uh, Russian rival. Medvedev learned on Friday that he had broken the five-year stranglehold of the big three on the men's tennis but was unable to beat Nadal in that uh, tournament. Uh, in Acapulco, in the other semi-final, Cameron Nori surprisingly beat Stefanos Tsitsipas 6-4, 6-4, and it was he who was playing against Rafa Nadal in the final, but uh, was unable to match uh, the intensity of the Spaniard, losing 6-4, 6-4. A lot has been happening in the world of tennis. The players were supporting Ukraine and protesting against the war. Rafa Nadal came out on top in Mexico Open. It is he who we dedicate a song, Manolo Escobar, Que Viva España. Entre flores, fandanguillo y alegría Nació mi España, la tierra del amor Solo Dios pudiera hacer tanta belleza Y es imposible que puedan haber dos Y todo el mundo sabe que es verdad Y lloran cuando tienen que marchar Por eso se oye este refrán Que viva y siempre la recordará que viva España. La gente canta con ardor que viva España. La vida tiene otro sabor y España es la mejor. En las tardes soleadas de corrida, la gente aclama al diestro con fervor. Y él saluda paseando a su cuadrilla, con esa gracia de hidalgo español. La plaza con su sol le vibra ya, y empieza nuestra fiesta nacional. Por eso se oye este refrán, que Siempre la recordará que viva España. La gente canta con ardor que viva España. La vida tiene otro sabor y España es la mejor. Qué bonito es el mar Mediterráneo. Su costa brava y su costa del sol La sardana y el fandango me emociona Porque en su nota hay vida y hay calor 
España siempre ha sido y será eterno paraíso sin igual. Por eso se oye este refrán, que viva España y siempre la recordará. La gente canta con ardor, que viva España, la vida tiene otro sabor y España la mejor. La, 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 la. Manolo Escobar, que viva España, Rafa Nadal wins the Mexico Open, Iga Świątek wins the WTA 1000 in Doha, and Andrei Rublov wins ATP 500 in Dubai. NBA is back in action after the All-Star break. Uh, yesterday a number of very interesting games. Mitchell Gobert lead surging Jazz over Suns 118-114, writes David Brunt, the Associated Press sports writer. The Utah Jazz are reasonably healthy, hitting shots and reasserting themselves as a Western Conference powerhouse. Donovan Mitchell scored 26 points, Rudy Gobert added 16 points and 14 rebounds, and the Jazz stayed hot with a 118-114 victory over the NBA-leading Phoenix Suns on Sunday. We've got so much talent, it's hard to lose when we play that way, Gobert said. Utah has won 8 of 9 to improve to 38-22 Phoenix. On the other hand, at 49-12, has lost back-to-back -back games for the first time in two months. Before the two losses, the Suns had won 8 straight and 19 out of 20. Utah has been a little inconsistent this season, but is playing well now. That is, it's uh, that its deep roster is mostly healthy. Jordan Clarkson had 22 points on 10 of 17 shooting, part of the Utah second unit that played well and outscored Phoenix bench 43-11. It was the second straight impressive win for the Jazz, who also beat the Dallas Mavericks on Thursday. Jazz coach Quinn Snyder said the team's deep, unselfish roster allows him to be more creative with substitution patterns and allowing hot hands like Clarkson to stay on the floor in important situations. We've got a group that is willing to accept that, Snyder said. It's really important and I think it's unusual. The Jazz used a 16-3 run late in the third quarter to take a 94-89 advantage heading into the fourth quarter. It stayed tight throughout most of the final minutes, but the Jazz were able to keep their lead, helped by Mitchell's banked in three-pointer with one minute 50 left that put them up by 10. The Jazz shot 17 of 40, 42.5% from three-point range, which is quite impressive. Mitchell made six of them. More than the wins, it's our mindset, Gobert said. The way we are competing defensively and the way we play together offensively is really the thing we can take away. When we play like that, we are going to be in good shape every night. Devin Booker led Phoenix with 30 points. Cameron Johnson and DeAndre Ayton each added 23 and Phoenix had a chance to tie the game in the final seconds. But Jay Crowder threw the ball out of bounds. 
Suns coach Monty Williams took the blame, saying it was his fault for not calling a timeout. But Crowder said the miscue was also on him. I have to be better at this situation, Crowder said. I have to know time possession, timeout situation, etc. I'm the veteran on this team. I'm a veteran basketball player. I should know what to do and what not to do in that situation. So Phoenix Suns lost surprisingly against Utah Jazz 118-114 and on Saturday Chicago Bulls were hosting another team another team that is quite hot in the Western Conference and that is the Memphis Grizzlies Uh, and in that game, Memphis Grizzlies came out on top. Jay Morant had a brilliant game and he gave the win uh, to, um, uh, to the Memphis uh, team. Memphis Grizzlies sit on the third position in the table of Western Conference. Obviously, um, Phoenix Suns still occupy the first place and uh, Golden State Warriors in the second place. So this is a, a, a trio that is currently leading in the Western Division. It is much more equal, a much more fierce battle in the Eastern Conference where Miami Heat, Chicago Bulls and other teams are quite close to the top. But during that game in Chicago, Jay Moran spun and flipped in and over the shoulder layup. He threw down a vicious alley-oop dunk. Memphis's all-star put on quite a display for the Chicago crowd and might have gotten a little extra lift seeing highlights of Michael Jordan on the video board. Moran scored a franchise record 46 points and the Grizzlies hung on to beat DeMar DeRozan and the Bulls 116-110 on Saturday night. I did watch it, he said, and then I did start scoring out. It probably played a part in it. The Grizzlies let a 17-point lead shrink to just one point before squeezing it out after losing two in a row. They also stopped Chicago's six-game winning streak. Morant surpassed his previous regular season high of 44 points. He had 47 in a playoff loss to Utah last season. Morant scored 16 in the first half and 20 in the third quarter he made 15 of 28 shots including three three-pointers and was 13 of 15 at the foul line i've seen too many of them kind of boring now stephen adams said in jest he's just such an amazing player adams added himself 12 points and the season high 21 rebounds and the grizzlies frustrated the rosen even though the five star or five-time all-star scored 31 points The uh, Rosen had 10 straight 30-point games, the longest such streak by a Bulls player since Michael Jordan did it in 10 straight games from December 25, 1990 to January 14, 1991, a long, long time ago. But he was 10 from 29 from the field, ending the NBA record run of 8 games of scoring at least 35 while shooting 50% or better. And he was ejected at the end of the game with just a few seconds left. As remarkable as he has been, he did not have a great shooting night. This is what the coach of Chicago Bulls, Donovan, said. I thought early in the game he got fouled really, really quite a bit and he should have been to the foul line. I have not watched the film that is going from my eyes watching the game on some downhill plays. Who knows what the game's like for him if he gets four, pick, four quick free throws or some of those plays are called different. Differently. So Donovan complaining, complaining about officiating in that particular game. Zach Levine scored 28 points in his second game back after missing the final three prior to all-star break because of his ailing left knee. 
Memphis led by 17 in the third quarter with Moran going off in the quarter. He made six of seven shots, including a three and a soaring alley-oop dunk near the end of the period. Uh, but then uh, Chicago, uh, Kobe White cut the lead just to 106-105 when he nailed a three-pointer with just two minutes 30 remaining. But Morant then hit two free throws before DeRozan drove for a layup. Memphis beat Chicago Bulls. How about other games um, played yesterday? Uh, Philadelphia beat New York Knicks away 125-109. Boston lost to Indiana 107-128. Uh, Detroit beat Charlotte away 127-126. Dallas surprisingly beat Golden State Warriors at their home 107-109-101. Denver beat Portland. So it was a, a, a day for the away teams. Uh, capped by New Orleans Pelicans thrashing Los Angeles Lakers 123-95. to Incredible. Let's take a look at the um, table. Western Conference, Phoenix Suns leading 49 wins. Uh, Golden State Warriors second with 43. And Memphis Grizzlies lurking um, right there. Uh, around the corner, 42 wins. Then Utah Jazz with 38 wins, four games behind Memphis Grizzlies. It is much closer uh, in the Eastern Conference where Miami Heat lead with 40 wins uh, against Chicago 39, Philadelphia 76 is 37, Cleveland uh, Cavaliers 36, Milwaukee Bucks 36, Boston Celtics 36. It's quite crowded in the Eastern uh, Conference. But the weekend belonged to Memphis, who went to Chicago, went to United Center, and beat Chicago Bulls 116-110. Jay Moran, the hero. Mark Cohn, walking in Memphis. Shoes and I boarded the plane. Touchdown in the land of the Delta Blues in the middle of the pouring rain. WC handy, won't you look down over me? Yeah, I got a first class ticket, but I'm as blue as a boy can be. Then I'm walking in Memphis. Walking with my feet ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel Saw the ghost of Elvis On Union Avenue Followed him up to the gates of Graceland And I watched him walk right through now security, they did not see him They just hovered around this tomb But there's a pretty little thing Waiting for the king Down in the jungle room When I was walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet Ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis On the table, they've got gospel in the air. River and green, be glad to see you when you haven't got a prayer. But boy, you got a prayer in Memphis. Every Friday at the Hollywood And they brought me down to see her And they asked me if I would Do a little number And I sang with all my might She said 
my blue suede shoes and I boarded the plane. Touched down in the land of the Delta blues, in the middle of the pouring rain. Touched down in the land of the Delta blues, in the middle of the pouring rain. Marcon walking in Memphis. There were quite a few nice, interesting games being played over the weekend in the Premiership. The round started already on Friday with Southampton beating Norwich City two goals to nil. And we don't know whether or not Southampton played that uh, usual trick that they do uh, in the 70th minute or around that when uh, a Southampton player uh, goes down and uh, being given medical attention. And then all the others round up the Southampton coach, Hasan Hittled, and are being given instructions. We don't know whether that happened or not, but Southampton beat Norwich uh, two goals to nil. Uh, the game which had uh, far more implications uh, was played on Saturday early between Leeds United uh, and Tottenham Hotspur. Leeds United lost uh, four games to nothing with uh, a Hurricane scoring, with Son Heung-min scoring. Uh, after that game, uh, Marcelo Bielsa was sacked as the coach of uh, Leeds United. This concludes a number of years where this popular uh, coach, uh, popular coach for Leeds United, uh, was uh, revered by Leeds fans. Uh, he led them from the championship to the premiership and then in the first a year of being in the Premier League, he showed uh, how attacking football uh, could be employed by a former championship side and uh, could work. It, w- it actually did work last season, but the pace that uh, uh, Leeds United had was uh, not sustainable. Uh, and uh, this year, Leeds United are still attacking, but they are losing quite a few uh, goals. Uh, and uh, those two games uh, that they lost recently for goals to nothing against Tottenham and 6-0 thrashing by Liverpool were just uh, too much uh, for Leeds chairman who said that this was the toughest decision that he had to make by firing uh, Marcelo Bielsa. Jesse Marsh is said to be named as the new head coach of Leeds United on Monday. The 48-year-old will become only the second American to manage a Premier League team and must somehow correct an appalling run of form. Uh, So um, Jesse Marsh will see uh, how he is able to transform Leeds United. The 66-year-old Argentinian has transformed the fortunes of Leeds since his appointment in June 2018, not only leading them back to Premiership in 2020 following a 60-year top-flight exile but securing a creditable ninth place last May in the Premiership. So Leeds United have got a, a new coach uh, in other uh, games in the Premier League. Brentford uh, were playing against Newcastle uh, on Saturday and this was uh, uh, to be the return of Christian Eriksen to lineup of Brentford and it was but uh, not necessarily in the way uh, all the fans of Brentford would have expected uh, after Josh Da Silva was uh, given a straight uh, red card in the 11th minute this uh, looked like a harsh penalty for Josh Da Silva uh, that tackle looked a little accidental but uh, who knows uh, perhaps uh, the referee didn't have any choice after looking at that incident uh, on the VAR screen in slow motion. It really looked bad. Uh, so uh, Newcastle had a one-man advantage and they duly um, used it to their advantage. Shawlington scored uh, the first goal in the 33rd minute and then Joe Willock 
extended the lead of Newcastle uh, to uh, two goals to nil. Christian um, Eriksen went uh, to the field as a substitute but was unable to uh, reverse the fortunes of uh, Brentford who are now very very close or too close to comfort for comfort to the uh, relegation zone uh, they have played already 27 games and uh, they do not have that much advantage over the teams that are below them and uh, more importantly they are not in the best of forms uh, recently um it was a big moment for everyone involved in football thomas frank the coach of brentford said it was a fantastic it was fantastic to see he got a big reception a big moment for christian and his family it was nice to see and hopefully he should now talk only with his feet and speak about football instead of anything else Ericsson came on to innovation from virtually everyone in the stadium, including Newcastle's players, uh, before showing glimpses of his ability to find spaces and pick a pass. Uh, Thomas Frank thinks it will take uh, three or four games for him to find his rhythm, uh, so it was encouraging to see a clever pass in the inside right position almost cause havoc with his first involvement, while a long release towards Brian Bemo came within inches of sending the forward through. So some flashes of uh, good form from Christian Eriksen, but we're just happy to see him uh, play in the top uh, flight football in the English uh, Premiership. Uh, he was unable to continue his career at Inter since he's got a heart defibrillator and uh, uh, Serie A does not allow players with uh, such a device to uh, continue playing in the top flight in Italy. Uh, Crystal Palace managed to get a draw against against Burnley. They will be unhappy about that uh, uh, that at a time uh, first half uh, uh, on goal that they conceded uh, in an otherwise uh, quite good performance for Crystal Palace. Man United were unable to um, uh, to beat Watford in a lukewarm type of display. Uh, Man United drew against Watford uh, nil nil. Brighton. Aston Villa, an interesting game and an interesting goal also by a Polish international, Matty Cash, who scored a goal in the 17th minute and then displayed uh, some support for Tomasz Kędziora, a fellow a Polish international who at that time was still stuck in Kiev trying to get out of the city, being shelled by the Russian forces. Matty Cash obviously was uh, penalized with a yellow card for that display of solidarity. But we obviously applaud that uh, he was able to uh, give some uh, comfort, some nice words for his uh, fellow countrymen. Ollie Watkins extended the lead for Aston Villa uh, and uh, Aston Villa beat Brighton two goals to nil. Uh, Brighton uh, are in a slump at the moment. They played quite well for, since the beginning of the season, but uh, recently their form uh, is um, uh, questionable. Everton uh, were playing against Manchester City. This was a very important game for Man City, who were trying to extend the lead at the top of the table to six points, uh, since uh, Liverpool were not playing over the weekend in Premiership, because they were part of the Wembley final for Carabao Cup. Uh, and uh, Pep Guardiola will be happy with that uh, win, not necessarily with the performance. It was a hard-laboured uh, win, one goal to nil, with Phil Foden scoring in the 82nd minute, uh, a free kick goal uh, after Bernardo Silva crossed from the left-hand side and there was, the ball got a deflection of one of the uh, Man City defenders. Then um, another defender, Michael Keane, couldn't handle the ball, which uh, then went on to Phil Foden, who who, who scored that goal. Uh, Phil Foden, it was, uh, he was a, a deserved uh, scorer for that, of that goal. He's, he was one of the best players that Manchester City had during that game. Really important, said Guardiola, about that win. Guardiola is the purest who has come to cherish Hartford 1-0 victories. This came in a fashion Frank Lampard called a little freakish. It arrived courtesy of a misdirected cross uh, and then that freakish bounce to uh, Phil Foden. 
uh, Everton could take away some comfort from that loss, even though this was a ninth loss in a row for Everton. But still, they displayed quite a good organization at the back and had their, their own chances. And uh, in the last 10 minutes of the game, it was Everton who were closer to scoring than Manchester City with their labored um, attack. Uh, but uh, as it is, uh, Manchester City extended the lead at the top of a uh, Premiership. Uh, in the last game played uh, in the Premiership, uh, West Ham beat Wolverhampton. Uh, everyone uh, at West Ham will be happy with Socek returning to form. He's a key player for West Ham and his goal will give him a much needed uh, confidence. Uh, Wolverhampton were playing well recently, but that uh, loss at the Olympic Stadium will be a setback for them. Let's take a look at the table. Manchester City are at the top on 66 points, having played one game more than Liverpool, who are in the second place on 60 points, with Chelsea third with 50 points, already 16 points behind the leaders. Man United still occupy that fourth position, which gives a Champions League berth, but West Ham are lurking behind just two points uh, and uh, perhaps uh, Man United needs to be wary more about Arsenal and Tottenham who have played 24-25 games respectively and are on 45 and 42 uh, points and certainly will be challenging for that fourth spot. Um, Leeds United have fired the coach uh, after uh, four years with Marcelo Bielsa, uh, the influential uh, coach from Argentina who managed to uh, get them from the championships, championship abyss to the premiership berth, uh, to, champ to the premiership uh, and uh, the ninth place last season. But... Um, Sometimes just things come to an end, and this is the time. Uh, and the corrosion uh, in the performance of uh, Leeds United led to that uh, sacking. The Sisters of Mercy are banned from Leeds, and they have got this song, this corrosion.
the sisters of mercy this corrosion the corrosion in the performance of leads player led players led to the sucking of uh, Marcelo Bielsa their uh, uh, brilliant uh, coach who now is without work Let's uh, take a look at the continental football. A number of uh, interesting games were being played over the weekend. Real Madrid uh, started on Saturday by beating Rayo Vallecano. And who else um, than Karim Benzema to score uh, the only goal in that matchup? Uh, on Saturday, that win meant that they were nine points clear of the second place Sevilla, who were playing on Sunday, and about that a little later. Atletico Madrid uh, played a little later on Saturday and beat uh, Celta Vigo uh, thanks to two goals from Brazilian Renan Lodi either side of a halftime. Uh, Juventus managed to get a win three goals to two against Empoli with a superb double from the Serbian striker Dusan Vlahovic who seems to be going from strength to strength strength after uh, being uh, transferred from Fiorentina to Juventus. Juventus Turin started the season really badly and now they're already challenging the top three teams, especially after Milan and Internazionale dropped points on Friday. Juve deservedly got themselves in front in the 32nd minute through a Moise Ken header and they looked on a course for a comfortable victory. But then... Some woeful defending from the visitor allowed the Polish striker, Szymon Żurkowski, to equalize seven minutes later. But then Juve edged themselves back in front uh, uh, on the stroke of halftime with Vlahovic showing a neat pair of heels to swivel in the penalty area before firing home. And Andrea Lamanta shot squirmed into the net to get Empoli back into it 14 minutes from time. But fourth-placed Juventus held on to move on to a 50 points from a 27 matches played behind Milan and uh, obviously Napoli. Bayern Munich needed a 71st minute goal from Leroy Sané who came on from the bench to give Bayern Munich the much needed win before the start of the game both teams held a minute silence to protest against Russia's invasion of Ukraine while the stadium screen displayed the words stop it Putin the Bundesliga top scorer Polish striker for Robert Lewandowski was playing with the blue and yellow yellow armband, but uh, couldn't really score a goal and was frustrated by Eintracht keeper Kevin Trapp, who also denied Joshua Kimmich and Kingsley Coman with superb uh, saves. Elsewhere, Bayer Leverkusen uh, are in third place after beating Armenia B-level 3 goals to nothing and Paris Saint-Germain came back from one goal down to beat relegation-threatened Saint-Étienne. So this is a much-needed for, win for Paris Saint-Germain who lost uh, last week against, now I believe, three goals to one. On Sunday, the most important game was played at the Olympic Stadium between Lazio, Rome and Napoli. What a game that was. Lorenzo Insigne scored a goal for Napoli in the 62nd minute and then he added another goal, but subsequently it was ruled out for offside after a VAR review and this looked like it was going to cost them uh, quite dearly when Pedro uh, scored a goal uh, just two minutes from time but the drama continued and uh, Fabio Ruiz scored four minutes into stoppage time uh, to snatch a victory for Napoli moving them above AC Milan who are level on points but have a worse goal difference Napoli are on top of what they couldn't do at Cagliari, they managed to do at the Olympic Stadium by beating Lazio Rome. Uh, Sevilla, who are second place in La Liga, managed to get a, a much-needed win against Real Betis, their local rival, two goals uh, to one. Julen Lopetegui team dominated the derby from the beginning and Ivan Rakitic open, opened the scoring in the 24th minute with a penalty after the goalkeeper 
goalkeeper Claudio Bravo tripped the striker Yusuf N. Nesiri in a one-on-one challenge. Barcelona played really well. They are returning to their uh, previous uh, glory type of form, uh, beating four goals to nothing Athletic Bilbao. And it's Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang after being transferred from Arsenal, who scored for the third time in a row and helped a much-improved Barcelona to get this emphatic win. In Madrid, Jeremy Pino became the first Villarreal player to score four times in the Spanish league game. Pino scored a hat-trick before halftime and added another goal in the second half of Villarreal 5-1 route of Espanyol. That obviously wasn't played in Madrid, it was played in Barcelona. Um, the uh, 19-year-old Spain forward had never before scored more than one goal in a game. He's the third youngest four-goal scorer, scorer in the history of the Spanish league. Uh, Atletico Madrid uh, obviously are uh, in the fourth place, but Villarreal now moved to the fifth place. So, uh, a nice position for uh, Unai Emery's team. Borussia Dortmund slip up uh, again. They only managed to get a draw against Augsburg, which means that they have now eight points. Um, they are trailing by eight points to Bayern Munich. So, it looks like their challenge for the title is possibly uh, over. Trois managed to get a draw against Marseille, even though they were losing one goal to nil, but eventually Marseille. Uh, Managed to uh, get an equalizer. Uh, so a lot uh, has been happening uh, uh, on the continent as well, but uh, the most important game was played uh, at uh, Napoli. Napoli uh, on top of Serie A. Andrea Bocelli, Surmane Lucica. Andrea Bocelli sul mare Lucica for uh, Napoli. 
Napoli beat Lazio two goals to one and they are now on top of Serie A. What a final that was between Liverpool and Chelsea, uh, the Carabao Cup final at Wembley. Third time lucky for Liverpool, no goals in the regular time, no goals in extra time and then Thomas Tuchel made a move that worked before in the European Super Cup final at the start of the season against Villarreal. The Chelsea manager brought Kepa Aritha Balaga for the penalty shootout and it worked. Aritha Balaga saved two and Chelsea won. The goalkeeper had been the hero of two shootout victories already early in this edition of the Carabao Cup, saving once a piece against Aston Villa and Southampton. He had even made a crucial penalty save during extra time in the FA Cup against Plymouth, but it wasn't to be this time. Uh, all the scorers uh, were really in good form in the penalty shootout. No goals in the in the, uh, in the regular time, no goals in extra time, even though there were three goals, but three of them disallowed. One of them uh, for Lukaku offside, another one for uh, offside of uh, Virgin van Dijk when Matip scored for Liverpool, another one on Timo Werner. Uh, so uh, no uh, goals in regular time and then uh, 10 goals apiece. Uh, there is a time now for the goalkeepers to show the, their scoring prowess and Kelleher uh, used to be an attacking player uh, up to the age of 13. So Kelleher uh, has, has got confidence and he scores then Kepa Aritha Balaga uh, comes up and he shoots over the bar giving Liverpool the Carabao Cup. A third time lucky for Jurgen Klopp. This is the first uh, local uh, or domestic cup for Liverpool since 2012 and it's a third time uh, visit for the final for um, Jurgen Klopp and this time it is Liverpool who uh, have won the Carabao Cup thanks to Kelleher and thanks to the miss of a Kepa Aritha Balaga. Jerry and the Pacemakers, you'll never walk alone. When you walk through a storm. With Jerry and the Pacemakers, you'll never walk alone. We will conclude today's sports news on Radio Sport at radiosport.online. Today is the 28th of February 2022. DJ Spatza says goodbye. At the end of a storm, there's a golden sky and the sweet silver sound of love walk on